Welcome to the People's Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Joseph De La Cruz, and I'm here with my man, Brent Daniels. Brent, tell him how you feeling. Oh, feeling, feeling very good. JDLC, if I was feeling any better, I think all y'all would want to be in my seat here with me. So, how you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. So, the basis of this podcast is we're here to discuss anything and everything that you guys are curious about. You guys send in questions throughout the week, and we break them down once a week. You guys keep the questions coming in, and we're going to keep the answers coming out. So, so with, uh, without further ado, let's get into it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The first question, what are your thoughts on girls who cheat, and can the relationship still flourish? Wow, wow, wow. First, first off, I want to say that cheating is wrong. It should, it should not be done. Nobody should, should be out there cheating. Yes, that's the absolute uh, disclaimer here for the episode. Despite the fact that we do discuss these questions, we in no way, shape, or form condone the actions. Facts. So, um, I would say my thoughts on girls who cheat. According to the statistics... Men cheat more, 20% of men compared to 13% of women, which is a little interesting to me, but we're not going to get into all of that. That's true. But um, it says, according to the statistics, this, this poll was taken in 2019, actually, that the gap is getting smaller. So that means women are starting to cheat more. Now, keep in mind, this is, this is what the stats say. The numbers, the numbers don't lie, so... It's either y'all women got to be a little more sneaky or, <laughs> or don't, don't do it at all. So, so as the statistics have stated, as we were looking at, the gap is closing. Um, actually, the quote from the, from the lady who, who, did the, who did the survey, yes, it was in fact a woman who, uh, who did this survey. Um, she found that the women were becoming less emotionally, per se, um, attached in these situations and they, she felt that she found that women actually react or respond better to the notion of them being cheated on than men do. Men actually feel much more, you know, pride. Their pride is hurt. They feel much, mm. much more affected emotionally. Even though, you know, us guys attempt to hide our emotions a lot of the time. We don't like to let those out. I can out, agree but, with that. I definitely um, agree with that. Because I know if that if that happened to me, I'd be broken. I'd be some. Something gonna have to go down, man. Something right. gonna have to go down. Exactly. But um, in my opinion, if if any, if the male or or the female cheats in a relationship, I I don't think the relationship can flourish because I feel like there's a certain level of respect you're supposed to have for each other, and if you violate that respect, then you kind of you kind of have nothing. It's the same thing with trust. If you don't have no trust, then you can't make it nowhere. Sure. What's so what's the uh, what's the what's the adage? No trust, no us. Right? There right, is no right. trust. There is no us. So, with that being said, you know, in any relationship that you're in, um, that trust is established over time. You know, there's a foundation that's built, and then once that foundation begins to get, you know, become chipped away, or you know, you lose it in in the way of of cheating, then you know that relationship is is marred. You know, you you have some sort of flaw to it. So. At that point, it's really hard to then reestablish that trust. You know, you have to rebuild, and sometimes it's just uh, it's not possible. You know, so. right? But love is not perfect in no That's, way, shape, or form for anybody. Absolutely. So if you love that man or you love that that woman. And y'all willing to work things out? That's okay. That's that's respect for sure. Because love is definitely not perfect. No one has a straight path when it comes to that. 
Very true. Very true. There's uh, there's beauty in the struggle. Right, right. That's a good way to put it. So I mean, it, things are gonna be rocky. Love is not perfect, like you said. Love is not, uh, love is not perfect all the time. So obviously, you're gonna have some bumps in the road. And again, we don't condone cheating. That shouldn't have to be in like some sort of parameter for your love. You shouldn't have to go through a cheating experience to prove your love or something, or you know, re regain that that trust. But um, I don't know. Like the statistics have said. Uh, Apparently, uh, men are trash and women are becoming trashier. <laughs> so may, maybe we're uh, maybe we need to re- reevaluate ourselves as a as a human a human group, right? And think, right, right. See what's more respectful and what's not. So, all right. So for the final verdict, uh, cheating should not cheating is not a good thing. Um, girls who cheat, stop. Their relationship will more than likely not flourish. So guys who cheat, stop. It's more unlikely your relationship will also not flourish. So simple, simple. But uh, let's get to the next question. Next question on the table is: Do you think the Los Angeles Lakers are going to the NBA Finals? Man, I was gonna have some fun with that one. You know, if we had recorded this last night, there I know there were a lot higher hopes for the team. You know, before we went in and played their their crosstown cross court mm-hmm. rivals in the in the Los Angeles Clippers. Obviously, if you, you know you keep up with the NBA or you keep up with even uh, the highlights, you know, if you're even a, Le- a LeBron James fan, obviously being on the Lakers now, um, they talk they took a loss last night, and there was a lot of talk about him maybe not necessarily being himself. You know, I don't want to delve too far away from the question, but um, I think LeBron played well last night. I think AD played well last night. I think there's obviously this is one game. Um, you know, we're not going to the NBA championship right now. Now, do I think the Lakers are going to the NBA championship? I do not. I personally do not. I don't even think they're going to win the Western Conference. So, I mean, I know Joe's shaking his head at me right now. So, obviously, I know he has some words. So I'm going to let him delve into this real quick. Yeah, me on the other hand... It's it's about personnel for me. You have LeBron James. That's true. He's been to what nine finals in a row before he got before he didn't go to a finals yeah. because he was carrying the world on his back, <laughs> plus a basketball in his hand. Uh-huh. So you got to cut my man some slack. But oh, I like that little rhyme there. Taking a thing, world on me. his back, cut him some slack. Uh-huh. Feel me? Big po- poetry, big, and big battle rap scene poetry here in Beckley, Washington. Okay. <laughs> but um. You also have to take into consideration AD is on the Lakers now, Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. No one in the league can guard him. Maybe Joel Embiid. It's a stretch. I mean, Maybe. Joel on him, you know, AD is going to take him outside. He's much quicker, you know, more wiry athlete. You put a bigger or a smaller guy on him, like, you know, you throw Montrez Harrell at him, who's a great defender. Big Montrez Harrell fan here. He's just, he's not, he's not long enough, you know, as I'm saying, he's too, he's too small, he's too small. He's a mismatch, you know, everywhere on the court. I mean, so it's really tough to deal with that. But on the flip side of that, um, you know, we're so used to seeing LeBron play with the ball in his hands and shooters around him. So he creates that, you know, he's got kickouts, you know, for guys like in the past, you see James Jones, uh, all the way back to Mike Miller, Ray Allen, Mario Chalmers, guys that he was with on the heat. Now, you know, we're seeing the ball go to AD. 12, 15, 18 touches in the post, and LeBron, you know, is playing off the basketball, which he has not done in his career other than maybe sometimes with with Team USA Mm -hmm. in the Olympics. So that's a little bit different. I think that's going to be an adjustment period for him. But like I said, 
The Western <clears throat> Conference is loaded. Um, the Eastern Conference is very good as well. They got some good teams, but the Western Conference, I mean, it's a gauntlet. There's a lot of stuff to go through, and uh, I don't know. It's going to be a test. It's going to be a test. So, yeah, I definitely agree, but they. I feel like LeBron is – probably the most comfortable he's been in a long time because now he can just he doesn't have to drop 40 10 and and six a night that's true he just can feed he can he can distribute the ball and everyone always said they never they don't compare him to mike they they compare him to michael when it comes to who's the goat but play style they've always compared him to magic johnson one of the best passers so i feel like this year's if if no injuries get in the way now keep in mind that LeBron had an extra long offseason. Yeah. So this man, this man legs is probably looking like 18 years old again. 18 years so old. You know he spends so much time in the in the chamber, you know. Facts. He spends a million dollars on his body a year. He's got the nutrition plan. He's he's sleeping in the chamber. That so vegan say, life. Oh, that vegan me. life. We're not going to get into another that question though. for another time possibly. <laughs> We're not going to get into that right now, but um I definitely think if the Lakers Get away if the Lakers don't get hit by that injury cloud, then mm-hmm. they're gonna make a strong case because LeBron is different when in that in that playoffs and Anthony Davis will finally get a chance to really showcase his talents to the best of his abilities in the playoffs with help. So I feel like it's a sure shot for them to me for sure for sure. Am I a fan? Either way, not so much. Just love to see. Good basketball, and good basketball does mean LeBron James playing deep into the playoffs because you know he turns it on in the playoffs. Um, I think as far as this question goes, the final verdict is undecided considering we've played one game. But um, all you LeBron haters and, uh, and guy, LeBron haters out there that are uh, basing this on this sample size, I would stop. You LeBron lovers, you're in for a treat. So. I respect it. I respect it. And we're going to take a little break, but we'll come right back in a second. All right, we're back and we're not about to waste no time. We're about to get right back into it. Back like we never left. You feel me? Right. So next question. What inspires you to do what you do? To give back. Mm. Um, Very good question. question. I agree. I agree. I feel like um, this question is definitely very important. Right. But um, for me, what inspires me to do what I do and go as hard as I go is, of course, my family, uh, my mother. Um, I've seen a lot of my family, especially my mother, grind really hard to put, you know, food on the table for me and my siblings, put clothes on our back keep a roof over our head, you know, uh, and um, I think that just kind of showed me that I want to go even harder to make sure that my family, just to, you know, kind of repay her so she doesn't have to work anymore, you know, she can chill, my little siblings can still pursue their dreams, but if anything happens, they're going to know, like, they're going to know that I got them regardless, you know, all of my family, so I feel like when it comes to giving back, you should always take care of your family, your friends that have been with you and are, have been loyal to you, and whoever else has helped you along the way. You know, no one can say that they're, they're self-made because that's just a, that's a lie. That's true. Some, true. Like anyone, 
someone has definitely helped every millionaire, billionaire along their path, whether it was with some small advice or a little, uh, let me, you know, let them hold $5 one day or, you know, like no one on this planet can say that they're self-made. So I feel like as a society, people need to stop with that individualistic approach. You know, I got to step on him, him, and him to get to the top. I'm on my... I'm on my, uh, what's the, always the quote, I'm on my dola, right? I'm on my solo or whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing yeah. this, that, and the third. I, I'm on, I'm doing me. I'm just, it's just about me. Well, that's kind of the whole basis of the question. Like we're getting at here, the give back. In order to give back, something had to have been given to you. For so sure. It, whether that's from your family, whether that's from your parents, um, anybody in your family. And sometimes it doesn't even have to come from your family. Like right now we don't have Tommy, but I know, uh, Tommy's family has been there for him as well, but he has mentors that he always speaks about. Mm-hmm. And so everybody's had mentors that have, have given them advice, have given them help, you know, here, there, here and there. I personally have people like that um, in the sports world, in the academic world that have, uh, have given me bits of advice and, and helped me out tremendously in ways like that. And I feel like I want to continue the cycle um, with the youth, especially, you know, being here from West Virginia, where we are currently right now, Beckley, West Virginia, being from this, uh, this southern area of the state, you know, my father's a coal miner. Um, he works uh, in a coal mine that's a 48-inch seam. So for, young, for some of you all out there that don't know too much about the area, then that 48 inches, that's four feet. Um, it's about the size of uh, from the ground to the, to the coffee table here that we're recording in. So that's, I mean, he's six miles underground every single day. That's a job he didn't necessarily want to take. You know, he, he transferred jobs when I was uh, when I was in the middle of high school and my sister was coming up into high school um, just to better opportunities for us. And is that something that he enjoys getting up to go to every single day? No. And I can see it. I can see that every time, you know, when we talk, I can see that he doesn't necessarily enjoy that. But he knows that there's a there's a bigger thing, uh, bigger goal in mind. And yeah. just seeing the, my parents and my mother working as well, just seeing them, you know, really, you know, bust their butts for my sister and I makes you know has instilled in me that that work ethic to do the same for those that I to, for my loved ones so you know that's something that's very near and dear to me I'm really glad this question was asked because you know as Joe stated I kind of take offense almost when people say they did it on their own that's not true you, you never do anything on your own um, there's always someone there there's someone some guiding force someone has helped you along the way and you know those people need repaid doesn't necessarily mean monetarily it could be just that's just a thank you you know you hear right, just show even love. the biggest celebrities thank people all the time um, and those are people that gave them a chance when others didn't give them a chance or it's just a small window that may be all you need is that small crack that small you know area to to work with but somebody has given you that opportunity some way along the way so it's very important yeah and that showing love goes a very long way mm-hmm. of course I feel like the younger generation, like our most of our generation now, just thinks about money, 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 right? Fame, fame, fame. How can I do this quickly? You know, you know. But the microwave, there's the microwave yeah, generation. Like, it's not that's not the right way to think. You gotta you gotta remember who who helped you get to where you're at, and you need to show you need to be able to give back. Whether it's uh, like Brent said, monetarily for your mother, father, siblings whatever or just you know show love you know give them that gratitude that mm-hmm. that recognition that they helped you get to where you where you got so now you doing you you giving back in exactly. return cuz exactly. that's what love is man you like 
that's that's the key to a lot of a lot of problems is love. So I feel like at the end of the day, everything that we do when we work or whatever it is to reach our goals has got to be done with love because mm-hmm. you can't have that bitterness no, that's in your heart. Way. You got to be able to, when you get to where you wanted to reach, you want to be able to celebrate with the people who helped you get there. And unless you, just, or else you're just going to be lonely, depressed, you know, finding yourself with more money than you need with nothing to do with it, no one to share it with, mm-hmm. have fun with, and it's going to get boring very quickly. And that's, you know, that doesn't necessarily go, you know, you hear a lot of times it, it seems to be, you know, um, correlative with athletics, you know, I'm grinding, I'm grinding. And that's not necessarily about athletics. That's just anything you do. Anybody can have a, a quote unquote hustle in anything that they do, whether that's just, you know, you're busting your butt in the classroom, you're busting your butt on the court or the field or the, you know, laboratory if you you know you're in this you know you're doing the science thing my sister personally is is a nursing major it's very difficult very difficult field very rewarding field you know but that's it's one of those things that you are a role model to somebody by anything that you do little eyes are always watching you you always have little little kids or younger a younger group that's watching you that's looking up to you just as you looked up to others so it's one of those things where you have to you know bear in mind that there's always uh, there's always somebody looking up to you, always somebody that wants to see you do well, just at the same time as there are people that want to see you do poorly, and uh, and as pro- as problematic as it may seem at times when people want you to do well or do poorly and people seem to be down on you, um, there's always that group that is you know pulling for you at the same time, and uh, always be pulling for yourself. For sure, and um, uh, what this question kind of reminded me of was a Maya Angelou quote. Absolutely. That yes. People, it's the quote is people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. So absolutely, correct. that's why I really stress you, like the way that you give back. It doesn't have to be with money. Mm-hmm. If you have the money, then of course, by all means. But you you need to show love to the people who helped you because that will stick with them. For the rest of their life, I promise you that will go a thousand miles. Love is the strongest thing that that we possess here. Love cannot be taken from you. Love and knowledge. Love and knowledge. Those are two things that that can never be taken from you. You can give them away, but they cannot be taken. Keep that in mind at all times. That's a beautiful quote, by the way. I'm I'm glad to hear that again. I haven't heard that in a long time. It it, it still bears truth to this day. All right. For that one, we're going to shut that question down. For the next one. Do you believe there are double standards between women and men? This is a little bit of a gear shift here. Right. We're switching, we we switching lanes. We're switching here. lanes. Right. Of course. So do we believe that there are double standards between men and women? I think that is, that's definitely true. I think there are double standards. Um, now are, they, are, they, are they right? Maybe not necessarily, but, but do we see them in different aspects of the world that we live in? Absolutely. I mean... Like a, a few things that we were discussing before we uh, before we started that we had down, you know, we see double standards um, in the workplace, for instance. So we 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 see uh, not necessarily equal rights and job opportunities, and uh, there's a, you know the, the payment gap. There's a payment gap, as we saw. You know, anybody also that keeps up with sports, that was a big thing for the the U.S. women's uh, national team, the soccer team, right? Right. Yeah. They were yeah. they were talking about uh, you know how success how much success that they've had on the international level which they have. They're doing a fantastic job. It's like 
round of applause for the, the women's national soccer team. Uh, my sure. sister, your girlfriend, both soccer players. So we see, you know, we're in touch with the game. But um, as far as that goes, they have not had the, you know, the financial, the financial uh, necessarily support, I guess, that they were, they were uh, alluding to. And then that, that place, that, that question can be delved, you know, delved into a little bit further. Um, I, my take on that is that that monetary stuff comes a lot from uh, ticket sales, from you know jersey sales, from right, the revenue, the revenue yeah, outlets. Of course, of so course. who's watching? You know what revenue are you bringing in? You know is going to equal what you get paid out, and are they making as much money as per se? Let's look at the major outlets: uh, NFL, the NBA, MLB, for instance, because we got the World Series going on. The NFL is in full swing, and the NBA just started last night. So, no, they aren't. So. Is that necessarily a double standard as far as athletics? Maybe not, but you know, women in the workplace could be doing a job, you know, worker A doing just a good job as worker B, and the male could be looked at as more competent in the workplace when that is in no way, shape, or form the facts. Right. Joe? Most definitely, most definitely. I feel like another double standard that is very um, present mm, in the uh-huh. society right now is um, the clothing aspect between Absolutely. women and men. Absolutely. I feel like men, you know, we get to wear whatever. Uh but women, I feel like it's a it's a it's a lot harder for them, you know. They wear something provocative out and you know, people are say, Oh, she looks like a she looks like a, a slut or whatever, you know, excuse my French. But or they'll like or say worst case scenario, you know, this has been a, a really um big problem. Mm-hmm. As of now is of course rape, and they'll try to justify it with how they were dressed. You know, they'll say they were asking for it. Terrible, Things along right. Think that's that's oh, ridiculous. She asking for it, uh, right? That's that's ridiculous. Just off some clothing, so I feel like women definitely need um, that freedom to, you know, wear whatever you want, feel good with your own body, you know, body right. positivity, self-love is very huge. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as men, you need should to stop. supporting that. Right, right. right you know. Supporting the women in our, in our culture. I mean, um, these are, you know, in my, and this is my, we're going to get into this actually a little bit later. It's funny that I'm about to say that, but, you know, men and women are God's creations. Right. So, I mean, you know, God put us on this earth um, together. Um, women should be uplifted in our communities. And I think that, that we, uh, we have kind of, you know, put them in a lower place, kind of downtrodden women, you know, women, women's rights are in a bad place right now and how they're treated is in a bad place. And you know, girls and not necessarily girls, but women in general, you know, especially at the age group, the demographic that we see being college students, I mean, you're in constant fear. Like, can I go out alone? I need to go with a friend. Right, can I, I can't even go to the bathroom by myself. And ladies, that's another question. I don't know why you all go to the bathroom in groups as if it's some sort of team meeting. Some coach called a timeout in the in the in the bathroom. We got to go to the women's room for the for a full timeout. But um, but no. And all jokes aside, like I think it's really pitiful. I think that you know us as as a male group need to do better. We need to do better, be better, because I mean, women should not have to feel in danger just because they're, you know, in the presence of men or they're stepping out and, uh, excuse me, stepping out. They're they're going out <laughs> to a, to some sort of function, you know, wearing something provocative, and in fear that you know somebody's gonna you know touch them inappropriately, grab them up. Like I actually recently just saw um, on Twitter 
uh, some of you may have seen it as well, uh, a video of this girl condoning uh, what these frat guys at UCLA were doing, where they were they were saying you know their names, and if you you feel at any time you feel inappropriately touched or you feel in an inappropriate situation, let me or so and so know. And I, I completely condone that, but I also feel like at the same time, why are we like rewarding something that should never have to be talked about in the first place? Kind of because it's like I, you. I mean, it shouldn't have to be discussed. It should be common knowledge. You should innately know to respect other people, especially you know women. I mean, as as men, I've been. I mean, I was taught that from a young age. I'm sure you were taught right. that as well. You know, manners, gentlemen, to be a gentleman. So that kind of segues into our uh, into our you know next little topic here about um, about the body because you know clothing goes on the body so you know there's a double standard of course about how a man's body and how a woman's body should look so would you delve into that? I'll break this one down. Sure. I'll start this one off. But um, for me, the double standard between men and women when it comes to bodies and you know like height. When we say bodies, we're talking about height, weight, mm-hmm. you know, body types. You you get the gist. So, to f- for me, women, y'all gotta stop disrespecting my my homies six f- or under six foot. Y'all gotta stop, man. Y'all gotta stop. They tired. They Some tired. Good guys out there. Man. That's what I'm saying. They tired of it, man. Um, that's coming. That is coming from the the six foot and over group here. So don't don't, don't get it yeah. twisted. I mean, but at the same time, you know, we 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 love our six foot and under brethren the same as we as anyone, you know. Yeah. So when I when I want when getting into that, um, I feel like women, you know, they're always at least our generation. They're always talking about, oh, I need a man six foot three, da 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 da. But they but they're like. Four eleven, five foot, five one. Right. Not even reaching the man chest. Can't go, can't go to Carowinds. Come ride on, the rides. Man. You can't even fit on. You can't even ride the Superman at Six Flags, uh, dog. Come on, not man. The Superman. But y'all gotta stop with that. Y'all gotta stop with that because when a man, you know, when a man says something about a woman's weight, or you know oh, how they look, some you know some a real sensitive topic, then we're. We're you know we're the we're the worst guy in the world. We're inconsiderate. We're judgmental. Mm-hmm. But if a man isn't over six foot, muscular, you know, got a six pack, mm-hmm. then y'all can't do it. But y'all gotta y'all gotta humble yourselves, man. We know y'all gotta show love to my to my dogs under six foot. Of course. And to the homies that got that teddy bear build, man. We know hey. winter's coming up. Hey. And it's gonna get cold. Don't be left out in the so, cold. So don't, yeah, don't, don't be left out in the cold just because you you got some pride. It's 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 not gonna be good for you. I promise. Right. I promise. Right. And as far as uh, as like I said, as far as the body, the height, and the weight goes, um, like you said, you're looking for a girl. Females are are often you know they have these specifications like okay, like you know six foot two, six foot three, or whatever, six foot whatever. Um, you know, cut up, right. UFC fighter, <laughs> right. three-time uh, heavyweight champ. Like, like Dwayne Johnson is just in your DM consistently. <laughs> like these, these aren't like you know, these aren't necessarily like attainable common things. And so, like, 
I would like to just address the dad bods I hear. You people out here I know are going to bring this up <laughs> about this dad bond, tr- dad bod trend. You can't see I'm throwing up the air quotes around the dad bod right now. Um, this is probably a hot take. I might I might get killed in the comments for this, um, but I'm setting myself up. Personally, I feel that the dad bod trend around the female group is an excuse for women to be comfortable about their own fitness. Mm. I really do. I really do. I don't I think it's that. a trend at all. I, I think it's that. that you feel like, oh, this guy looks like this because he doesn't work out. You know, ABC, you know, you fill in the blank yourself because he doesn't do this, that, doesn't exercise. Okay, I can just hop on with him because I don't really want to work out either. And, you know, working out, you know, exercise, it's not for everyone. You know, it's, it's important to, to be healthy. You don't have to be skinny to be healthy. You don't have to be muscular, cut up to be healthy. Um, in no way, shape, or form am I saying that. But I do believe it, it can be an excuse at times to, to, be, to be comfortable. And we see that a lot. You know, we see somebody that looks a certain way, uh, you know, maybe weight-wise, gets in a relationship for a year. We see them completely different. Completely different. So... Um, is that necessarily a problem? No. This is a very subjective uh, question. Um, this is what you feel. And the most important thing, little maybe saying come off as cheesy, is still on the inside. We're still, we're still fighting for the hearts here. Like we, love is a big thing on this, uh, on this podcast, the people's podcast. It's all about love. Facts. Self-love and, and projecting love. So it's all about what's on the inside as well. And that's where you start at. Facts, facts. So in conclusion for that question, mm-hmm. ladies... And men, swallow your pride, stop being so picky, and stop blocking your blessings. That's, those are the three the pointers blessings. that I could give you with that last question. Yep. Take that home with you. Let that marinate, you know. Write that on your wall. Yeah, do something with it. Wake up and see that's, it. That's, Don't block that's, your blessings. That's free game right there. No TM, no trademark. You can keep that. Now for the final question of this of the first episode of the People's Podcast. The grand finale. Yes, sir. The last question is, what are your thoughts on religion? Well, this is uh this is a deep one. There's a good one to yeah. end on, I guess. This is save the best for last type of tread lightly. Deal. <laughs> tread lightly, absolutely. So well as I, as we said before, the People's Podcast, this is you know questions by the people. Answered by your people, you know those guys being us. So we're gonna, you know, obviously this is opinionated. This is uh, subjective. Um, my I myself am a Christian, so religion to me may mean differently than religion to you, as you know people see the word religion and, and uh, you know define it differently. But you know personally, for myself, religion is um, is something that is is man made in a way. You know, God is God is omnipotent. God is omniscient, which means, you know, he's all powerful. He's all knowing and, you know, how the Bible teaches. And, you know, us as humans, we're, we're flawed. We're innately flawed at heart. Um, you know, we sin, we, we make mistakes and we are innately selfish. You know, we look out for ourselves first and foremost without even knowing, knowing it sometimes. And that's kind of what skews religion in a way to me. So, you know, you know, the churches, we, we see corruption in the churches. We see, you know, you know, child molestation in, in churches. We see, you know, just, you know, 
women subjectified, um, excuse me, objectified in churches. You know, we see all these bad things in churches and these aren't necessarily a reflection of, of the God that I believe in, that I, that I put my heart and soul in. You know, these aren't reflections on God. These are reflections on men who we put in place sometimes to represent God with, you know, holding them to some sort of higher standard that, that they aren't. You know, all men are created equal, as we say in this country. Um, God put us all here with, you know, a special plan in mind, a, a unique plan in mind. But we are no necessarily, you know, not necessarily any better than the next man. You know, I, I have no supernatural abilities, no superhero tendencies. So with that being said, like, uh, you know, we have men who are more in touch, you know, spiritually in a religious standpoint, maybe than others. Those being your priests, you know, you know, Catholic wise, uh, your, your pastors, your ministers, if you know you're you know, in Christianity or whatever religion you choose to believe in, these these men that are ordained per se. Are they subject to mistakes like all of us? Absolutely. You know, does that mean that the religion, it's, you know, it's God's fault? Not necessarily. That, that's, uh, so there's a difference to me. I guess I can wrap up what I'm trying to say here a little bit. Uh, there's a difference between God and in religion. You know, religion is a word um, that isn't really, I don't even believe it's used in the Bible. And I could be wrong. You know, if somebody wants to correct me on that, they can. Um, I don't even believe the word religion is, is shown in the Bible. We're going to look that up. Look that up real quick. We got somebody on that. Um, yeah, like I said, I don't believe it's even used. I think that's um, that could be a translation, as we know. Um, the Bible, as we know it, is a translation from the, the Hebrew text to English and to other countries, uh, you know, countries' uh, languages that we see across the world. So I think as we're seeing here, it appears, it appears five times. appears five different times throughout the Bible. So... You know, that's a that's a large book. Uh, we don't know the specifics of how it's used, the contextual context specifics, but um, it is used. But like I said, being uh, being a definition wise right off uh, right off the Internet, we have the belief in and worship of superhuman controlling power, especially a personal God or gods. So this is the this uh, the b belief in something higher than yourself. So with that being said, we, you know, as men created this term and uh, it's very broad. It's a very broad term. Can't necessarily be put into a box. So it's really your take on it. And then that's and that's kind of what we're getting at as a whole. Religion is your take. Um, I've given you all mine. I'm going to turn it over to Joe a little bit. Let him bounce bounce off my uh, what I've said a little bit. See what he has to say <clears throat> on the topic. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, this question is kind of. It's a little controversial because I feel like religion is. is such a is such a tender, like sensitive very topic. Very touchy. Very touchy. People will get offended quickly if I if like if you say just one wrong word or you know make like speak in a certain tone about a certain religion. Mm -hmm. But to me, religion, of course, is important. But um, to me, I feel like it's more so important to be spiritual. You know, believing that higher purpose, be aware that it's there and it's working at all times, that God is working at all times. You know, things don't, things don't fall, the, like the cars don't fall the way they do just by luck. You know, luck, I always say like, I don't believe in luck, I believe in God. And um, I feel like that is something that everyone should be is spiritual to an extent. Some of course are gonna reach different levels than others. It's just how it's just how whatever level you want to reach. Um, <clears throat> one thing I will say is that there's nothing 
I'm not going to say there's nothing wrong with not having a religion, but I do know, according to the statistics, that people who follow a religion, it could be any religion, they are less likely to commit suicide. So that's so you know that's always a a plus of course. I think that kind of falls in line with the fact that you know whether whatever religion it is you choose to follow, we see the suicide rates are lower maybe because you have a purpose. Right. I think exactly, purpose exactly. is a very big word to be used here. Um, everybody needs to have a purpose. You aren't put on this earth to just wander aimlessly. You know to have right. to have no end goal to have no goal to have no like I said again to come back to the same word to have no purpose. Mm. You know you are here for a reason we are all here for a reason and and i think yeah. that we you know suicide is is very prevalent in our our society today because people feel like they don't have a purpose people feel like that they don't really you know know what to do and, and they mm. feel like they're letting people down and then they you know depression is is very high and obviously i'm not gonna get too off on a tangent about about those things because depression is very real you know anxiety is very real and, and, and it is it is an illness you know people mm. and that people suffer from um, but as far as the suicide rates go, you know, statistics, the numbers aren't lying to us here, you know, and whether it's that you put your purpose through, you know, through a religion, that's where you seek purpose or wherever else it may be. It's important to be on the path to find your path. Always be, always be searching. Just, you're always working towards something, whatever the goal may be. And don't ever let somebody tell you that your goal isn't right because they aren't you, you know? You're, right, right. Where are you? Yeah, and um, another thing I believe that is everyone got to have faith, you know. Mm-hmm. Whatever, like, whatever higher power you believe in, you got to have the faith and, you know, trust blindly that they're going to guide you to the finish line. No matter, no matter what, you know, ho- however many barriers you got to jump, crawl under, break through, you know, you, sh- you need to always keep the faith. Because when you keep the faith, everything like, regardless of how bad things get, they're all they're always gonna get better. So, um, to conclude that question, religion is definitely important. Don't let it control you, because it's it's kind of you know it's it it changes. Religion is something that can be changed a lot by man, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, that's 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 how we feel about that. But um, that wraps up our first episode. We appreciate y'all tuning in, man. Mm-hmm. And y'all keep sending them questions, and we're going to keep answering them. Like I said, you all send those questions. You know, we're bringing back the answers. If you're rocking, we're rolling. And we've had a great time recording this uh, thus far. We can't wait to get into delve into some more topics as they come in. So thank you all very much. We'll see y'all next week.